Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the family with Tevin Pittman. Alex Brantford, our assistant. Yeah. Co-host Catherine Brandt. Andy Brant Bernard. And Kostaki Economopolis. How are you, sir? Good morning, kids. How are you? How's it feel to talk to winners? Here we go. Strong open. We don't get to we don't get to say that often. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I was at the game yesterday, seeing my Falcons, you know, fumble away another another chance to win. Mixed feelings. It was great to see my brother and run around in the beautiful Arizona sun. It's cool. It's a cool scene there. Some tailgating and some. It was, it was nice. They have this area called the Great Lawn where all these people set up it's their muted. tents and. No, it's out. not. Sorry, hold on. I have technical difficulties. Volume down, please. It I says unmute this thing. There uh, we go. Sorry, another thing. <clears throat> Nana blew it yet again. <laughs> I don't change the settings on the computer. Typical. I don't know who does it. Typical. Tevin, is it you? Yeah, I, sneak, I sneak in here when everybody's gone and change all yep. your settings. Yeah. It's Edward Snowden of the. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Give me way too much. Credit. All right, we're back. Sorry, we're good now. Uh, the big news from the weekend of college football is Michigan's Jim Harbaugh suspended from coaching the oh. remaining of the regular season games. Oh, he's doing signs. I got do? a lot of questions about this, but my first one is, can we get the Falcons coach to steal some signs? <laughs> that would be great. Well, I I'm not suppose. even sure the Falcons have signs. Uh, they, they might be impervious to this kind of cheating. Uh, did the Fal- If the Falcons have a sign, it's probably slow children at play. <laughs> <laughs> not bad, Pally. Uh, that's that's a good one. That might it's have been probably a warning, choking hazard. These are the signs. Uh. <laughs> I need a sign for my apartment that says root for a better team. That would be that would be yeah. good for me. So the Falcons coach's dad founded FedEx. Do you know this? No. And the owner of the Falcons founded Home Depot. How long does it take for the Falcons to deliver a rebuild? <laughs> <laughs> good call. Again. Let's do it. Yes. Arthur Smith's dad owns FedEx. I wish he owned Mayflower. Time to ship this team far, far away. Get out of here. <laughs> We had another ugly primetime game last night. Goodness gracious. New York is a city that never sleeps. And, of course, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. But when the Jets play the Raiders, it combines to, I haven't slept and I don't care what happens here. Uh, (laughs) I understand. I I know it's borderline anti-American to cheer for a Patriots loss in Germany on Veterans Day weekend, but I think my grandpa would forgive this one. It was fun to see them lose. Uh... (laughs) Thank goodness the Patriots did better in Germany in 1944 than they did on Sunday. Oh, huh? see? The Patriots. I like it. <laughs> it's a shame Bill Belichick loses. And the one country that might appreciate his sense of humor. Right? <laughs> Germany, Belichick's considered one of the great comedians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of a very famous German comedian. <laughs> mm, wasn't my dad. <laughs> <laughs> They're had Travis Kelsey's in Argentina seeing his girlfriend. Uh, that's a good choice. I find relationships do well when the partners are willing to go south for each other. Hey. Oh, see. Come on, Catherine. That was a boyish one. <laughs> you know, by coincidence, as sure you were was. delivering that, I got an email sent to me. Uh, I arranging a radio tour for extra correspondent Megan Wright. He's, she's talking to Taylor Swift and Travis Kel. Is it Kels or Kelsey? Kelsey. Kelsey. Travis yeah. Kelsey, and they're in Argentina. That just popped up on my screen just now. That's probably because you mentioned it's a, it. She came to some of his games. Now he's going to some of her big shows all over the place. And yeah, I guess they're, they're definitely a thing. Power couple. 
Yeah. We had a ton of close games this weekend. Uh, also, the Jaguars watched the Niners play. So that was nice. <laughs> <laughs> Jacksonville House Cats would have put up a better fight than the Jaguars. <laughs> yeah, at least the Niners would get some scratches or something. Uh, the Giants have become the Washington Generals of the NFL. Every game is just entertainment at their expense. <laughs> the, the Cowboys could have started Meadowlark Lemon at quarterback. And oh. Done that water bucket confetti trick with the Gatorade cooler. Everyone loves that. That's fun. Do you think anybody under my age knows who Meadowlark Lemon yeah. even is? Any, anybody? <laughs> no. Not See, they don't even know who that is. Uh, no? Oh, I, I loved it. It was on Scooby-Doo and everything. The Harlem Globetrotters. I'll say I'm familiar with the bucket with confetti, but I didn't know. I couldn't tell you who his name is. Yeah, I don't know. I love Globetrotters. All right, do you know Harlem Globetrotters? Yeah, of course. I had a pair of their shorts that I wore all the time. They were gigantic. You had Globetrotters shorts? We went to go see the Harlem Globetrotters. Yeah, when we were like, I was like 12, I think. And I was just like, I thought it was the coolest thing. Mm -hmm. It was so fun. And I bought their shorts because they were the most like garish, ridiculous basketball shorts. And they were humongous on me. And I wore them like all the time. Yeah. That's a hilarious uh, thing to buy when you're a kid is shorts. (laughs) Basketball (laughs) shorts. Yeah. I know. They were, they were like red and white stripes. Like candy cane, yeah. and yep. then they had right. giant blue stars yep. up the sides. It was they yep. were awesome. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, speaking of garish, can you see the shirt I'm wearing? Look at this ridiculous. Yeah. Shirt. I was gonna say something, yeah, like it's but a look. chose not to. Oh, your name is even yeah. on it. What All right, this was a gift from the producer that did my show on uh, on Thursday. It's like he became a friend of mine, and he knew I was going to the game, and he gave me this shirt. <clears throat> it's personalized. It says Kostaki on it, and I think you need a whistle. But it was great. Yeah, it looks like you're going bowling. Yeah, you just need a it, whistle or something. It's yeah. ridiculous. It's uh, it, was, it was fun to have on and run around. There were a lot of Falcons fans there. I was surprised. I didn't expect. I guess when you're when you're when you're in Arizona, there's not a lot of you know the local tickets aren't a huge thing. It's funny when I when we first started looking for tickets. I don't know if I told you this last week, but the 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 package for drinking and eating before the game started at 150 dollars. It's a bargain in today's at, money. Yeah, the ticket started at thirteen. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> not a not a big ticket item. This uh, uh, Cardinals Falcons matchup. Not, not what everyone's been waiting to see. That was fun though. Uh, I think the Giants need maybe like a puppy bowl every Sunday, something to watch while the game is on. We like the puppy bowl. Love the puppy yeah. bowl. Fawn asked if one of our dogs could be in the puppy mm-hmm. bowl this year, and I was like, no. Nope. Well, they're not puppies, for one, and well, we already like, own them. Yeah, for two. I know. It's like they so. need to be dogs that need a home. Yeah. And we had the whole conversation about what that means. Right. Right. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. Uh, Saints wide receiver Michael Thomas threw in a brick at a construction worker's truck and oh, roughed sh- him up. What the God. hell is yeah. wrong with people? Got arrested. I know. You think he was throwing bricks. You should watch the Falcons highlights. <laughs> oh, here we go. The charge was simple battery, which is a funny phrase to me, as as opposed to complicated battery. Like if you built a a Rube Goldberg device with a marble that rolls down and sparks a lighter that burns a string and a catapult launches a brick. That's complicated battery. That's how Pee Wee Herman expresses his rage. It's not the breakfast machine. It's the battery machine. Uh, Aaron Rodgers said it'll be a few fortnights. (laughs) <laughs> he likes he likes to let you know when he learned a new word, yeah. right? <laughs> yes. He doesn't trust big science with their fancy days and hours of measuring things. Uh, Fortnite's uh, four score in seven months from now. Four score sounds like a lot for the Jets. I'll take the under. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> the real question is, can they score four times in the next 87 years? It's, it's not looking good. <laughs> Uh, you can rewatch Bears Panthers Thursday night uh, game if you Yay. on NFL Plus. You know if you hate Yay. yourself. <laughs> Anyone who clicks on that game, emergency responders should immediately go to their house. That's a cry for help. I'm wrong. <laughs> Seriously wrong. Losing builds character, they say. Well, the, the Panthers have built more characters than Stephen King. It's uh, ooh, and none of them are scary. Is the book Misery about being a Panthers fan? <laughs> 
All right. This could be the closer. Uh, <laughs> this could be the closer. The Carolina team should call themselves the Cougars because Cougars can score when they want. You know, that's mm. a better situation. <laughs> God. I always like when you warn us this is about to be a good joke. <laughs> yeah. Buckle up. To I mean, it could be. I did say could. No, yeah, could, yes, never it's know. true. That's yeah, always could. That is very You got to leave the door open. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not a bad idea. <laughs> but your team won. Congrats. Yeah, it looked really oh, good. Look at us. <clears throat> the is going to save the season. Yeah, I tell you what, that kid's got some talent. There's no doubt about that. I don't know if they're going to hang in there or if we're going to discover maybe how to stop him, but he, he's looking really good right now. Close to Christmas, he's got you got to mm -hmm. He's smart and quick, and he's got a fun combination of things, man. He he's does. fun to root for. Yeah. It's true. Well, we'll he's talk. He's not playing my team. I like him. We're calling you again next year. We'll talk to you again next week. Yeah, absolutely. Sign me up. All right. Sounds good. Thank you, sir. Thanks, guys. Bye. Kostaki Economopolis, ladies and gentlemen. So, what's new? Well, I was going to say to Kostaki, because it's football related, but the teacher that I work with is a big Packers fan. And so I've had to kind of, I've wanted to, and I have been paying attention to what the Packers are up to because mm. it's like mm -hmm. she's a big fan. Like she has a Packers, I know they're thing they're, behind her desk. Yeah. Her like lanyard is Packers. She wears a Packers shirt every Monday after they win. Oh, so mm. she doesn't wear that like, too often. She, oh. I was gonna say she's not wearing it today. <laughs> she wore it last Monday though, and so now I check what the. I'm like, what have they? What have they done this week? What's sure. been going on? Watercolor talk. I yep. can yeah, I can mm -hmm. either be like. Mm -hmm. Hey, they won. Nice work. Or like, I just won't mention it anything right. today. But it's funny because the kids, there are some kids in our class that are Packers kids. Mm -hmm. And then there are kids in our class that are Vikings kids. Sure. And they're already like razzing each other and stuff. And she's not the t type Cute. of Packers fan that like if somebody's like school Vikings or whatever, she's like, absolutely. Mm -hmm. you know, sure, she's, not not? Like, she's not like, no, the Vikings suck. But like the kids are yelling at each other about like they'll be like, oh, Packers. And they're like, no, the Packers suck mm -hmm. and stuff. And I, she's like, no, we're not doing this. Yeah. Like, kids will you... come up with any excuse to <clears throat> oh, yeah. make fun of you for anything. It's, yeah. it's true. Like, I they, probably they probably never watched a Packers <laughs> game in their life. but Well, they just know that they're rivals. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just yeah. like, this is a thing that it's we all do. It it's takes. like Minnesotans. Oh, yeah. It's like when I was Wisconsin a kid. If you had the, Did you have the Genesis or the Super Nintendo? If you had the one <laughs> yeah. I don't oh, yeah. have... <laughs> Then, you know, Super Nintendo's for babies, but, you know, Genesis is for dumb jocks. Yeah. So. Or yeah. Xbox versus PlayStation. Oh, yeah, absolutely. oh, I remember that big. But yeah. even with the whole Packers versus Vikings, so I DJed a wedding this weekend, and it was, the, like, the groom was a Packer fan, the wife or the bride was a Vikings mm. fan. Uh -huh. And so the dad gets up in the middle of his speech, and he tries, like, so the Packers do, like, a go pack, go chant. Mm. And so he tried to get everybody to do go pack, and then everybody yells skull. At the end, like merge oh, the two. Absolutely. Come Co together, unity. Nobody, nobody wanted to say the other. Oh like, my he, so he was like, dumb. he had to be like, hey, no, guys, come on. It'll be a nice form oh, of man. unity. And everybody was just like reluctantly saying. <laughs> Do you oh, have God. any inner conflict being from, from Wisconsin and being a Vikings? No, fan? no. I love talking a bunch of trash. Like, I don't, at the end of the day, I don't really care <laughs> yeah. enough to, like, oh, I hate you because you're a Packer fan. But mm -hmm. just the friendly rivalry of talking a little crap to everybody. You don't feel fun. like you should have been a Packers fan since you're from No, I find all Packer fans to be obnoxious. Oh, so Ooh, there you go. <laughs> I love Most when they I love when they lose. <laughs> okay. I love it's... when they Yeah, but after the game we can all be friends. <laughs> okay. I there are a lot of a lot of Packers fans in Minnesota now too, oh, aren't there? Tons of them. Yeah, yeah. It was, it's like half the kids that care about football yeah. in the class are Packers. Mm -hmm. Oh really? Because they're like my dad's from Wisconsin, yeah. my mom's yeah. from Wisconsin, yeah. I was born in Wisconsin, and there's like a lot of that. Mm -hmm. Like my grandma lives there and so we're all Packers fans. Like yeah. I don't know. And it's like and people just get so passionate yep. about yes, they do. football. Yeah. Well, and they in sure western do. Wisconsin, because they are still under, like, Minnesota's <clears throat> TV market. Oh, yeah. So right, they, right, right. half the time, they can't even see Packer games. Their own game. Unless yep. they purchase NFL ticket or some special package. So, yeah, a lot of people... There's not a lot of Vikings fans that live in Wisconsin, but Seems there's like more Seems like a short-sighted uh, of Wisconsin. You, yeah. you would think that it would benefit the whole state the more fans you have. Yeah. 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 But mm -hmm. for news purposes, or like, well, it, it makes more sense for people right across the border to listen to Minneapolis yeah, news. Yeah, I suppose so. that's true. Because yeah, it's not far from St. Paul. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <coughs>
Okay. I don't know. I think that we should all just be happy when it's a good game. That's yeah. the, that's the thing Interesting that's, for once. That's the thing that's yeah. nice. It's like, yes, you love your team. And like other teams, just like let them love their team. And mm-hmm. let's just right. relax. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So Aaron Rodgers left and the <coughs> Packers just fell apart? Yeah. Yep. <coughs> yeah, they have a sums it up. <laughs> young quarterback that they drafted that was supposed to be the next big thing. They traded yeah. up to get him, and you heard Packer <coughs> fans all the time, yeah, let Aaron Rodgers go. We're going to be just fine. We got this new Hall of Fame Uh-oh. type. Look. And he has looked terrible to the point where the general well, manager came out and said, we're not sure if he's going to continue to play. Those were big shoes to fill. Oh, yeah. You never want to be the guy that takes over for the old no. And he went where, and he's not doing well? New York. Well, Jerry. he tore his Achilles. Oh, that's what happened. And so yeah. he's oh, been okay. out. Okay. How old is he? Uh, he's got to be like 38. I think he's Tan's age, yeah. You know that Megan Rappenhoe? Oh, Rappenhoe? Oh, Rappenhoe. Rappenhoe. Megan It's a good stage name. <laughs> I got it. I'm going to come out. I'm going to sing a couple, <laughs> sing a couple songs. Rapinoe. We found Tevin's drag name. Rapinoe. It's Rapinoe. I was, forward, I was doing it phonetically. I want to see her rap. <laughs> yes. Great. Oh, my God. That's awesome. <laughs> anyway, I thought it was Rapinoe. She's, she's Rapinoe. Rapinoe is Rapinoe. It's acceptable. <laughs> Rapinoe, I see. Yeah. <laughs> Huh. Sorry. Anyway, she Back has. To she has a. Uh, <coughs> uh, she's done now. She's had some injury, yep. and she's in her late thirties. Yes. It seems. And did you know what she said about her injury? That hmm. she was an atheist, but her injury proves that there isn't a god. What? That's a very self-centered so, way of thinking. You got to be a little bit of a rap and hoe. Yeah, you do. <laughs> to feel that you're that big of a yeah, narcissist that you can say it out loud. Yeah. Did you pay attention to her before? Not really. She retired? So no. she was about to retire. I think it was her last game anyway, or last season anyway. Okay. So she was almost done. But she was more known for, like she says, if you ever do some research on her, she says a lot she's about rather, her. Uh, she's a very polarized Well, I think that's why I even know anything yeah. about her is because she's been well, She was also a news darling for a while, of course. Oh, but you know. um, what's interesting, why I brought her up <laughs> was because it seems like athletes in their late, late 30s, 30s yeah. they get... I can attest to late 30s is when your body starts falling very apart. Very bad so. injuries that end their careers most of the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, that just, yep. I mean, it's, I mean, should be playing soccer in your late 30s is, that's pretty hard. Yeah. Well, and especially now, athletes are training year round and yep. they're getting yeah. started at a much earlier age. Right. Back in the day, people were taking the off season was literally the off season. <laughs> and they worked a regular job if they had to, or they just right. sat around and did nothing. Well, yeah. according to this uh, site here, the average age of being forced out in the NFL is 27. That makes Whoa. sense. That makes Jeez, sense. that's and, so young. And that's because there's a lot of people that will make it to training camp, and then they're out of the league when they're 21, so it brings the average down. But, yeah, there's uh, not a lot of people well, yeah. that play past. I feel 30. like we are at, like, the pendulum is swung so severely in like all sports <clears throat> of like intensity yeah. and training. Yeah. Yes. I mean, even like Fawn's dance. You know, now you have to be an acrobat on top of a dancer. Yeah, like she's doing aerials at seven. Jeez. I'm like, what is, I know, she's kind of like a tiny dynamo. I'm almost um, 40 and I still haven't done my first aerial. <laughs> exactly. exactly. It's still time. It's still time. I know, she's like, she was like, have you, were you, did you do aerials? And I was like, no, people didn't do aerials and dance. That was yeah. like a gymnastics thing when yeah. I was, yeah. well, but it's like, so Fonda's dance two hours and 45 minutes on Thursdays and then an hour on Saturdays, and then she does a duet for 30 minutes on Tuesdays, and they're, like, everybody on her team kind of does, like, that same amount of dance. And there are people that do, like, pri- private lessons every single week for mm-hmm. acro and then private lessons every single week for, like, jazz and all this stuff, and I'm just like, how am I supposed to keep up with this? Like, she's yeah. already doing so much. Well, and then that's the people, true with any sport, right? Mm-hmm. But that's, exa- that's what I mean. Anything. It's like, it seems like, as Tevin was saying, like, when I was a kid, people mm-hmm. like had off time. They're like, "Oh, I don't do this for like three months. I just take a break and whatever." But yeah. now everybody's constantly paying more money to do extra all year long yep. in every sport. Well, and the thing like, about pro sports is that there's just so <clears throat> much money in it. They probably feel justified saying you are never off the clock because yeah. we're paying you, you know, 
some what's the average NFL salary? Like five million a year for like even the lowest oh, tier yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like if you're making this much money to play football, we're gonna run you into the ground. Yeah, well, even public perception, because when Kirk Cousins was on the quarterback documentary on Netflix, everybody found out that every, I think it's Tuesdays, he doesn't, or maybe Monday, Monday or Tuesdays, he doesn't do anything football related. He just spends time with his family, him and his wife go on a walk through their neighborhood. One day a week? Yeah, I I believe it's Tuesdays, but... And he got a bunch of backlash. People were were saying, you're making $40 million a year, and you have the audacity to take off one day. Like, you should be studying your playbook. You should be blah, blah, blah. Uh, and it's you like, got to have a mental break. Yes, let this man. Physical break. Yeah. Physical, mental, mental break. Yeah, spiritual yeah. break from it all. I yeah. Mean, yeah you're lucky it wasn't me, because I got my first $40 million. I'm out. <laughs> right. Bye. Bye. See you later. See you later. <laughs> Wait a minute. Was that text you sent so important you missed your turn? So important you just ran a red light? Is that next text so important that you won't see the ball roll into the street and the child chasing it? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. Please remember that having your eyes off the road for as little as four seconds equals 100 yards. That's the length of an entire football field. And when your eyes are off the road that long, anything can happen. If you need to text, please pull off the road. Texting and driving isn't worth it. It's against the law and it may cause serious injury to you or others or even death. That's more important than anything you'll text. Please don't text and drive. I hope you're never hurt in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Working harder, going farther, with Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabanco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC and equal housing lender. You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Well, that's the thing. It's like, how are these people not getting, I mean, well, and that's why people are getting so injured so much. Yeah. Well, I remember just uh, overtraining. Yeah, you know, we've been friends with the Latieri's forever. Yeah. And Vinny Latieri <laughs> is a professional hockey player. Mm-hmm. In high school, he went away from the, you know, he went to some other high school, to some hockey camp <clears throat> high school thing yep. for, they I mean. To like upstate New York to like. I mean, to, yeah, to get there. When I he was mean, like 15. competition is fierce. Everybody mm-hmm. wants to be the professional, whatever. And if you don't have that edge, well, here's a good, um, some good information to support that theory. Is uh, so 2000. It looks like seven or six. There were 200 NFL players, 30 or older. As of 2018, that number was down to about maybe 125. Oh, really. Geez. So, yeah, yeah the uh, people over 30, they're just getting out of the NFL. Well, and that's because, so yeah, they have to play so much harder. Yep. They have to train so much harder. And they had the concussion uh, when concussions yeah. kind of became big in mainstream media. Yeah. There was a lot of players that were just calling it quits at, you know, 25 years old mm-hmm. and retiring, saying, hey, I made a couple million dollars. Let me now save my body and my mind. Yep. yep. Not a bad idea. Well, we just talked about the fact that Tommy Kramer has been reported has had 14 concussions. Honey, what? You, you, you don't come back from that. How no. do you even, what? Muhammad Ali and all those guys. Mm-hmm. My God, yeah, all boxers of them, get just 
decimated. Yep. Have I ever had, out of all of my stitches you must on my have, face, I, would I must have had one when I, no. my eyebrow? Really? I don't remember you I'm acting really weird whacking, after that, though. Whacking yeah, your forehead, that's easy yeah, to this cut. Is it, so, but, like, this... I don't know. Well, you were young, though. Yeah. When you're very young, it's difficult to get, get a I've concussion. I've had stitches in my head twice. So yes. that's why I was like, I must have cut I remember cuts one of are different than a smash. Well, I smashed my head on the ice. That's what Yeah, I remember you were my... coming out of the barn, right? That's you true. slipped and then wham. Well, that this was this was on the truck step yeah. up thing. Oh, thingy. the truck, yeah. And yeah. this was on the ice at school. Yep. Yeah, you probably had a concussion. Probably. Probably. Or, or, like, but at you that, when you're very young, it's also different because, you know, your you're brain is still growing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but, like, if you get a concussion as an adult, that's permanent brain damage. Well, like, we have a cousin that she, they didn't know she was born with extra gray matter in her brain, and she had a Which concussion. Like a good thing. Yeah, maybe. like extra. Smart. Extra smart. It's like an extra chromosome. She, you don't want it. She fell, it's not. Yeah, she <laughs> fell out of a chairlift when she was a kid skiing, like, oh, not yeah. crazy bad, but mm -hmm. she ended up getting a concussion and gave her epilepsy. A kid? Jeez. I thought it happened when she was, like, 20-something. I think no, she was a teenager. she was, like, a teen. Yeah, yeah, she was, teen, like, she was, yeah. like, 14, I think. Oh, was it that long ago? Yeah. Yeah, it was a while ago. Yeah, and it was, like, if she hadn't had the concussion, they never would have known that she was born with extra gray matter and mm -hmm. never would have caused any problems. But this concussion, it's like they're concussions don't seem like that big of a deal because you hear about them so much, but they're mm -hmm. like a pretty serious they can situation. Be. Yeah. Because you're not <laughs> supposed to go to sleep for too long. Yeah, after a certain amount of time. And stuff yeah. Like that, so. yeah, I don't know. It's probably because maybe there's a possibility of a brain bleed when you have a concussion. Yeah, like yeah. There's, a, yeah. there's a comedian that got a concussion and then fell asleep too short after and now he has a very serious stutter mm -hmm. who's that oh is that um, uh yeah drew something he he came to so he was on america's got talent <coughs> and at the time i was working at the house of comedy drew lynch drew, drew lynch, lynch there we yes. go i was gonna say lynch and then i was like is that wrong and um tammy who's the one of the owners of the house of comedy she emailed me she said hey drew lynch is coming to the house of comedy to do a guest set because he's in town performing at some big theater and i was like okay and i had forgotten about it he had come up to the box office and I was sitting there and he goes, he's like, Hey, I'm here to perform and has a stutter. And I remember like, I didn't recognize him. And I was like, get out of here. Like you ain't, you ain't no oh, way you're trying to go no. on stage. Oh. And I just totally just, and he was like, mm. he's like, and he like, so it's like, Oh my gosh, this is the guy. I was like, I felt like such an ass. Cause like, yeah, you're okay. You're yeah. going on stage. You should have felt like that. Oh, yeah. it was the, yeah. Very like something I would do. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, okay, sir. Yeah, yeah. Me too. I'm going on stage right after you are. Yeah. He's really, he's really funny though. Oh, but, very funny. Yeah. But it's because he had got a concussion and then he fell asleep. Yeah. He, uh, he was playing softball. He got hit in the throat, which damaged his vocal cords. And on the way down, he hit his head and oh. got a TBI. So his voice, uh, he's lucky he can talk oh at all. Gosh. Who is this? Drew Lynch. Yeah. He's oh, a, yeah. He's really, he has a bit because his wife has ADHD. And he talks oh about her God. having ADHD. Because, like, my friend sent me this thing. And it's, like, about his wife found a squirrel that was stuck in a hole. Oh, and she, yeah. like, made a ladder for the squirrel. <laughs> and, she, and she sent me this. And she was like, is this an ADHD thing? Because I could see you doing this. <laughs> I was like, I absolutely would make a squirrel ladder. A hundred percent. I caught a squirrel free once from some, like, uh, yeah. webbing that it was stuck it in. It was a like, chipmunk. Yeah. Chipmunk. Yes. <laughs> and I, yeah. I went and got the oven mitts. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Don't want to get bit. But she like wrote, a she wrote a note on the ladder and he was like, is that for the squirrel? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and she was like, no. And so people can read it and know why the ladder's there. <laughs> I'm like, and like with his stutter, he was like, one That's time there was funny. a time where her ADHD and my stutter like created just a ridiculous perfect storm perfect storm and he was like my, i had a stutter i was trying to say that i've been feeling really stressed and it turned into i've been feeling really st 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 because they can like get stuck on yeah something yeah. for a really long time and she's and he's like and she starts dancing like she's at a rave because i'm like st, 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 st. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i'm like that's pretty funny <laughs> nice job that on that funny. note i gotta go <laughs> See you tomorrow. Hopefully, oh, that's right. You got to take off. Hopefully, I'll sound less prepubescent. Well, you yeah, it took me a while to, today. It took me a while. It took me. Pro I was probably. I sounded like that for about a week. Yeah. I'm on day six, I think. It started last Wednesday. Yeah. So. so when it started, like, kind of going away. Another, and then it another peaked few days. yesterday. Where's that Lysol? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not sick, though. Like, it's. I don't know what it is. 
Anyway, toodles, uh, poodles. Well, talk to you later. Bye. Uh, this is the Star Tribune today. It's kind of interesting. We forgot our manners during work from home. How do we learn office etiquette? I don't think it's just office etiquette. Pass. I think it's flat and <laughs> flat across the board. Yeah. Boy, I tell you, everybody's been talking over everybody all day long today. I don't know what that is. I, pay, I, I have not noticed this. Talk oh, God, over they, you. I oh, just said God, pass on, on manners. That's all. Um, but no. They, see. <laughs> go ahead. You take over. <laughs> oh, Monday. Okay. To Monday. Monday. No, I just, I, I'm wondering if it's only in the workplace, though. They, you know, since they've been working from home, they've forgotten etiquette and the office is a, a problem. I think it's across the board. People are nowhere near uh, watching etiquette the way they used to. Oh, completely. They couldn't care less about etiquette. So is this ever going to come back? I don't know. I think that, um, I think manners are definitely on their way out because yeah. you can't confront anybody anymore about anything mm -hmm. because you just don't know what everybody's little backstory is. And if you say something to somebody that's got an yep. issue, then oh, you're yeah. done. So it's when, just not even worth it. Every generation and culture has their own definition of what manners are yeah. too. Yep. It's like, you know, under the age of a, a, some age, like pulling chairs out for women, it's just not really a thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But over a certain age, it's considered like if you don't do it, then you're rude. Yeah. For example. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or you even get like now where because I think we were talking about it the other day where if you open the door holding for somebody doors holding for doors people, over yeah. some people are like that's rude. Yep. Is, How well, is it rude? Because it's, it's like you know you're saying I can't do it myself. I'm not saying anything. No, but that's that's how they interpret being it. Polite. It's not saying anything. I like polite. Well, it's I like, like I kind of too. get. It's like you know if you're. It's like, so someone much younger than you opens the door for you. It's like, do you feel old because of this? They're no. like saying, oh, here, Grandpa, let me open that for you. Because, you know, it's, you know. And when you are very, very old, you do need that. But if you're not quite that old yet and that starts happening to you, you're like, oh, am I getting well, old? Well, why would you? Everybody internalizes every little tiny yeah. action yeah. in the universe nowadays. It's just like mm -hmm. if somebody does something that they think is being gracious or polite. You don't need to examine their motivation. You just say thank you yeah. and move on with your day. Well, Tevin's got a story for you about a, uh, a young kid that was, what, did they kick him out of school for it? Oh, they banned him from all athletic games. He, like a middle school kid in California, he showed up to a game. So in football, they put eye black sure. under their eyes, and it started out was just a straight line. And now people will do all these, like, warrior sure. whatever. Mm -hmm. And so he sees that on TV all the time, and he wanted to do it. So he painted pretty much his whole cheeks black with eye black, and then he had, like, a little chin strap, like, put way too much on looks. Yeah, it looks like kid? a beard, basically. He's in, yeah. middle, he's in middle school. So he's so probably he's a dumb 12, shit. 12, yeah. 12 yeah. <laughs> young, young middle school kid, doesn't know any better, whatever. Mm -hmm. No big deal. But he gets banned because everybody was trying to say that it was blackface and that <laughs> he was being racist. Mm -hmm. Well, apparently it was just the principal, I think. It was the principal, yeah. yep. That started this. Like, everyone at the yep. game was fine. Yep. And then he goes home, and they get a letter from the principal that it's like, oh, well, uh, we have a lot of minority students, and we can't have your kid putting black face paint on. Yeah. And we, we were talking about it earlier. Let me pull up the... Okay. It's just insane, See, isn't it? See, it's the grown-ups that are the problem. Well, mm -hmm. In this case, it seems like it was. Because I don't think I've seen a single comment supporting the principal's decision online. No, I, I think you're right. No. It was just and, some, like, power-mad, petty tyrant. Yeah. And Eric, one of the listeners, wrote in, and he was saying he's Puerto Rican, and he hates when white people try to stay on or get on his side and come to his defense. He tells him, like, Stay mm. off my side, and I was like, "Yeah, like that, I'm the exact same." Like, yeah, you don't need the fake support and making big deals out of issues that aren't existing. He's a little exactly. kid. He wants to be like his favorite NFL player that he sees every Sunday with a bunch of eye black on. Yeah, let him live his life. So, right. Eric is Puerto Rican. That's what he says. Yeah, because the kid who put it on was Puerto Rican. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so I was wondering, you know, so he is as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I just don't understand. What, are we ever going to be able to get back? And it's our education system that's destroying this country. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm very worried about There's a things. lot of real I bad in, schools out there. I guess in Brooklyn, yep. there was a walkout, and the girls are putting on the face coverings. 
and headscarves. Mm-hmm. Like a pro-Palestine. Oh, so now they're making pro-Palestine. fun of Palestine. They had a walkout protest in Brooklyn, New York, which is, you know, a heavy Jewish population. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And But it was organized by some uh, taxpayer-funded mm-hmm. organization. NGOs always, every time. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, so well, I mean, I, I'm sorry, but I don't believe that women should have to be veiled. I mean, if that's your culture, that's your religion, that's your business. Right. right. And what is very interesting to me is there was just a woman in, uh, I don't remember, some Middle Eastern country who was stoned to death because she refused to wear mm-hmm. the covering. Well, to play but when devil's I advocate. Was in, when I went to the Islamic Cultural Center, they said that it was a woman's choice. It depends on where you go. It doesn't seem like it's a woman's choice in many no, areas. No, it should be. It should be, but it's like, okay, it's your choice, except for we'll stone you to death if you don't do it. <laughs> That's a big swing. Well, and to, so to, for me, as an American woman who gets to wear whatever I want and sees some stuff that women wear, and I'm like, what the, what are you doing? Yeah. It's, I, that's so inappropriate in so many ways, but they can do it. It's fine. That's what they, you get to do. With freedom, you get to look as whatever as you want. But for people to be supporting a cultural tradition that, first of all, first of all it's cultural appropriation. Yep. Secondly, I real, do but... believe that it is not a feminist ideal to be shrouded. Well, they don't mm-hmm. care. They're just kids who want to get out of school. Like, if when I but was I mean, a kid, if you had given me a sign that says, you know, free Palestine and said, if you wave this around, you don't have to go to school today, I'd say, A, what is Palestine? <laughs> and B, okay, I'll do it. Because I don't want to go to school today, and I'm a kid. I suppose. Yeah. But, but, but a taxpayer-funded organization that's providing this to mm-hmm. students, there's well, something yeah, nefarious They're behind that, obviously I think. trying to yeah, shape public opinion that's by where, yeah. basically abusing children. Yeah, so, I, like I said, and that's through a school. That's a school activity. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of getting a little scary to me. No, I can understand that. I mean, it, it, none of this stuff makes any sense to me anymore. It just, would you leave everybody alone? And why did we forget, and I'm not taking sides here, I'm just stating fact, because I'm not Palestinian and I'm not Jewish, so I'm not mm-hmm. taking anybody's side here. It was Hamas that attacked Israel first. Why is uh, everybody forgetting depends that? Depends on who you ask. I've Israel seen... and Palestine have been fighting for much longer than anyone has been alive. Oh, you got yeah. that right. So you can't really say that anyone attacked anyone first at this point because it's like it predates the written word, I'm pretty sure. Well, no, they're talking about in this particular conflict on October 7th. It doesn't. Was a... But Hamas says that it's retaliation for Israel attacking them first. So when did Israel attack them? Like I said, Many, many hundreds. Of, oh, so they're going all the way back a couple hundred years ago? Yeah. Every region has it. Look at the Baltic states. They're yeah. all like, oh, yeah, your ancestors yep. slaughtered my ancestors in the year 1400-something, so I still hate you. <laughs> right. Well, that's even like when 9-11 happened in the like terrorist group response, like Al-Qaeda or whatever, was like, oh, well, this is because we've been persecuted by the Christian whatever. Like, they have an excuse for 9-11, and then we go in and attack. So it's kind of a similar situation over there where they're saying, yeah, we might have, this might have been the first big attack, but we've been, you know, persecuted <coughs> by the Jewish religion or whatever. Before. So basically, if, if, we, if, if that happened here, Catherine and I would be attacked because we're both half German. So we're responsible for yes. World War II and the Nazis. Well, halfway. 50% responsible. <laughs> <laughs> Do I get any credit from my dad fighting the Nazis? Yeah. Well, yeah exactly. And it was full-blooded German? Do I get a get-out-of-jail-free card? Right. Yeah, I've never understood that. Then. How far back does it go here? It goes back as far as it takes for each side to make their point. To make money? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that what you're actually yeah. saying? It goes back as far as they need to go to justify their yeah. actions today. Yeah, exactly. It's unbelievable. I just think that you're always going to have a bunch of people in any society that just want to be violent. Just want to. They just are driven to be violent, and they're going to find any reason to be violent. Well, Mm -hmm. the problem is, too, that they're not very bright. People who want to attack like that are not smart people. They're they're morons that are driven by one or two leaders. Or they can be very bright and just be a warmonger. 
I don't know about that. I haven't seen any. I'll tell you that. There's been a lot of people that have conquered, and they've been they've done a really great job. Well, I'm just it. talking about the yeah. troops themselves. Oh. Oh, the people following the leadership. Yeah, they probably don't aren't the brightest, but I think the people at the top are smart enough to understand yeah. how to get all yep. of these people on their side and and yep. move forward. Yep, and the dehumanizing others is step one, and that's mm. what we're very busy doing. Yep, yeah, it's always step mm-hmm. one. I don't know. I would so we can never ever escape anything that's ever happened in the world. Even though we weren't around for several hundred more years, mm-hmm. we're right. still at fault. How? Well, blame the people who will accept the blame. Yeah, that's true. Because ultimately, it's like there's always going to be evil people trying to manipulate people. You yes. just kind of have to accept that. You know, blame the fact that someone can walk up to the average person and say, slavery is your fault, person whose ancestors weren't even here at the time. <laughs> like, and they'll go, families. yes, yes, you're right. I'm so sorry. They are the problem. Yes. Your, your great, 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 great grandfather had slaves, so therefore I hate you and your entire family. Like, well, there's also a lot ridiculous. of people in this country that, like, none of my ancestors were even here until, what, late 1800s? Yeah, 1888, I think. Yeah. That's I'm like fourth fourth generation American, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, yeah. so uh, my people haven't really even been here that long, so I have absolutely no connection to it. But that doesn't matter to a lot of people. No, and on my side of it, Andy, they're not only were they not here, but through through those three four generations you talk about, they were poor as hell. They didn't oh, have any yeah. power. I mean, it's a ridiculous argument. It's just I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm not trying to stir the pot here or anything, but but is part of the problem that the Israelis are white? I think yes, that's a big part of I it. I think yeah. it's a big part of it. No, not but, all Israelis are white, but most of them are. And so most people mm. see. It's yeah. just to make just because they're white, they're the bad guys. Well, I mean, it's a Jeez. lather, rinse, repeat white yeah, exactly. white person versus <laughs> insert minority group yeah. here. It's well, that's true. what there's a there's another war going on right now. I don't know. I forget where Sudan. it is. Yeah, yeah, but it's two brown people, so no one has an opinion on it because they're afraid of right. being like against the wrong minority. Right. Right. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't make the news because yeah, there's mm. not. Uh, it's too oh, difficult we to can't think. rally against the whiteies. Yep. Exactly. Is <laughs> <laughs> that the route we're taking yeah, now? I've, are you? And I, I've I heard I overheard somebody. I was out the other day, and there were. Like, the news broke, or not the news broke, but they were talking about the war, and they were like, well, whose side are we supposed to be on? Like, That's not how this works. Gather yeah, the information. Gather information, and please. Figure yeah. Out, yeah, figure it out yourself. Wouldn't like, that be nice? Yeah. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. I still have, who was that? Was uh, Chevy Chase and Richard Pryor? Honky. Honky, honky. Dead honky. (laughs) (laughs) It was very funny because he kept, he went from... Colored to, you know, mm-hmm. it kept getting worse. Oh. Yeah. So he went honky, 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 <laughs> dead honky. <laughs> See, that's back in the day you could laugh about things. Remember how wonderful that was? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've seen, I've seen videos where these, where people go into crowds of protesters, of pro-Palestine protesters, and they ask people, um, why do you think it's okay that, you know, uh, that Hamas went in and murdered people? At a music festival, they're colonizers and they're, they no, it. no. They said, "What are you talking about? They don't even know about it." Oh yeah, no. Really? Well, that's what I'm saying. These mm. students that are like walking out in <laughs> support of what they don't oh, know yeah. what they're supporting. They just know they're getting out of school. Yep, that's true. I think it's just it. It's absurd to me that you're willing to you know sit there chanting you know slurs against somebody and you don't right. even know what happened. Well, it's the old the age old argument of 
most of the boys are there because the girls are doing it and the boys just want to get with the girls. Uh, I suppose so so they're, you know, and then the girls are doing it because their friends are doing it or they think that their friends are doing it. You know, it's, it's basically just like it's a feedback loop of no one actually even knows what they're supposed to be believing. Right. But they're there because everyone else is there, too. Yeah. Well, one of the reasons why I hate groups of women. <laughs> you hate groups of women. I hate groups of women is because all you need is one of them to cry about something. And then all the other women are, ah, <laughs> look at me do. <laughs> and you can get them to do anything. Just one cry, baby. <laughs> Just drives me crazy. I suppose that's it. You know, it's interesting on the way to way to work today, Catherine. I actually left early because it's, the sun came up at about ten minutes to seven. Oh, I know something like that. So that wasn't. So yeah, I left yeah early. the sun was out. I mean, that's great. Yeah, but sets at five thirty. So five mm-hmm. thirty. I think it's about twelve thirty. I mean, it is, <laughs> and it is dark <laughs> at five thirty. Oh it's yeah, dark, yep. it's like it goes from daytime to midnight. I know. I've seen this cycle thirty-seven times now, and every year it surprises me just how quickly and just how dark it gets <laughs> yeah, in the winter here. It does. In the summertime, it's like it takes it so long for the mm-hmm. light to go away, and it still feels brighter all yeah. the time. Yeah, it's dark now. At 5.30. So I left early because it was so nice out. It was really nice out this morning. It was a little chill in the air this morning, but now it's, what, what do we got, 40, 50 degrees. So it's very nice. But I went for a drive around uh, Lake Calhoun and... and, uh, and uh, oh, you cruised the lakes? Yeah, I cruised the lakes. Was, well, this, this big, bright sun was out, and all the leaves have changed. And all, it was just spectacularly beautiful. Oh. And I went for a drive around that whole deal, and I was thinking about the fact that and you and I talked about this the last couple of days, that I just don't want to cover. And what we're doing here is not political. This political thing, I'm sick to death of it. The far left and the far right battling and everybody sucks and everybody's horrible. And, oh, my God, I hate your guts. I I want nothing to do with that. I really don't. I thought for a while it was my job to talk about things like that, to, you know, kind of get the public's opinion and try to maybe educate myself and other people. But it's just not worth it. It literally has gotten to the point there. And it, well, I was talking, I, won't, I don't want to say which neighbor it was, but you know which neighbor it was. I was talking to him last night, and he looked very depressed. And I, and I said, what's going on? And he said, I just can't stand the hate in the world right now. I can't stand it. Oh, it is awful. Mm-hmm. Can we get away from that hatred? What do you guys think? I don't know. I open up, you know, I open up social media, and I'm just like, just absolutely oh, depressed. Really? Every, I mean, yeah, there was just a, like, a 17-year-old kid that was just Killed yep. by a mob of 15 to 17 kids in what? Las Vegas, Vegas High School. Yep. Really? What? Yeah. Yep. Why did they Apparently kill him? somebody stole something from him. No, somebody stole something from his friend, and he confronted somebody and asked for it back. And so three of them started beating on him, and he didn't go down fast enough, so 15 oh, more God. jumped on him. And he ended uh. up in the hospital and died. Honest to God. Andy, what is that? I mean, I mean, this is where, I mean, this is in a flipping high school. I know. I, I mean, in my high school, I never saw a fist fight. No, I saw a couple, either. I saw a couple of windmills. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, the windmill deal. Yeah. <laughs> or they've never you know? fought in their life, but they're yeah. just yeah. so yeah. mad. And yeah. if anybody did something wrong, it was just like scandalous. Yeah. It just was not yeah, My high something. school, no, no one ever did anything as far as I know. No, I, I well, I remember you had a couple of little, you had a couple of bomb threat kind of things. Yeah, I remember that. Was, that. You know, yeah, it's just edgy kids being like, again, they want to get out of school. So, it's yeah. like, if I don't want to go to school today, what's the best but, way to go but about I mean, that? Just the way we have dehumanized absolutely everybody. I yep. just, I think it's all been, I think it's the grown-ups' fault. I think that, I think that we've been politicizing every tiny little thing and they do it for money they don't care about the kids they want well, they do it for voting blocks they voting so well that is money yep. i mean that is money I, I just and again i'm not singling her out because she's you know a lefty or a righty or whatever the hell she is but nancy pelosi's worth 110 million dollars how well, the leaders of all these countries that are, you know, genocide left and right, they're, you know, they're billionaires. Their people are uneducated. Yes. They're poor. But we, we give them all of this money. America is part of the problem. I did not know this, that the three main leaders of Hamas are all billionaires. Yeah, because we fork oh. over all this money. 
Because we think we're going to somehow bring peace and humanitarian aid to people, but that's just not how these people work. They can buy better weapons with that kind of money. Exactly. I mean, three, all three of them are like worth three, four, five billion dollars. Yeah. What? I know. I don't know. So, yeah, I, but I, I honestly got had such a great, I was in a great mood. I got out of the car and I just said, this is, they're doing it for money. Like they're going after, apparently they're going after this new Speaker of the House because he's broke or so. I don't know he's what the broke. hell it is. He's either broke or not broke. Yeah, he's either broke or not broke. We don't know which Whichever one Whichever one is bad. Well, what, what, yeah. what does that have to do with anything? Nancy Pelosi was stinking rich. Well, that's the thing. It's we... like the average yeah. senator is worth millions of dollars. I'm millions. Well, so all, it's like. Yeah, all they do is fundraise. They don't really hardly work. No, all they do all is about fundraise. Money. Yep. Uh, and that's why, like I said, I, I just I thought again it was my job to kind of keep people on top of the issues and all the rest of it. But I I can't do it anymore. Uh, I don't think this circus is. It's getting worse. Yeah, it has a ringleader anymore to tell you the truth. I just I can't believe people want to be there that angry. Well, our neighbor last night, he literally had this sad look in his face, like he said, "Tom, I I don't know what I'm going to do. I can't take this hatred much longer. It's just driving me nuts." Well, you can either just. Pay zero attention to it, or you can take it in very small doses and try Mm -hmm. to practice the art of gratitude, I guess, because I don't Mm -hmm. know what else there is. Yeah, be grateful for your own life. That's all you can do, Mm -hmm. right? Because there's not not too many options. Well, and I was literally thinking about you and the kids and the grandkids and our friends and our coworkers and all that stuff. I was thinking of all these wonderful people I'm surrounded with. I don't have many a-holes around me. I just don't. I mean, like the old day. Oh, so I'm the a-hole. No, That's, I, just, I, just, I saw that look I on your face. I just got a little flash of, so we went over to my brother's yesterday, my brother's house, because we were having like a little it was wonderful. celebration and of different things and like a memoriam sort of thing. And anyway, Ethan comes running into the Ethan's kitchen. It's great. They've got this open butcher block island mm. thing with uh, different vinegars and things underneath on a shelf. Mm-hmm. Ethan comes running in. I'm like, hey, Ethan. He looks at me, looks at the, looks at the island, steals a bottle of uh, red, red wine vinegar. Red wine vinegar. <laughs> and runs away. <laughs> and I'm like, what is going through his brain? What are you going to do with that? Are you going to drink what it? What are you going to do? Why? Why? <laughs> He's just such a little psychopath. He is. <laughs> He's, He's so out there. funny. And yep. such, I mean, all of his energy. And you know, Sage is outside playing ball for two hours with another yep. cousin. I mean, it's just like, you know what? Little kids, you just have to be joyful of the day and just not let it. But that's bring exactly, it down. I think, why I was thinking that this morning because we had. Fawny over Friday night stayed over. We just had a ball hanging out with her. She was, it, we just, it was great. And then Sage said, well, if she got Friday, I'm taking Saturday. Yeah. So then he came over, and Catherine and he played cards for about seven hours. Oh, my God. <laughs> that kid in games. He I even offered game. him TV. I'm like, how about some TV? <laughs> I need a break from all this math. <laughs> But then we get together on Sunday, and all the kids were there, and I, I just... And then the neighbor's kids came over. We had five kids, three dogs. Yeah, we did. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it was just It was a wonderful weekend. We thought we had nothing all weekend yeah. except for like a two-hour period. <laughs> Ended up being just jam full of family, and it was wonderful. Yes. It was so... And maybe that's what I was thinking this morning when I was driving around this beautiful scenery, uh, a day that's going to be gorgeous, going to be near 60 today. And I just keep, I don't want to be pissed off. I don't want to be a Democrat. I don't want to be a Republican. I don't want to be an extremist on either side. I just want to, I want to live my life like this, like we've been living our lives. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Right. You I can, agree. As you said, you don't have to be a Democrat or a Republican or whatever 24-7. Sometimes you can just, Some people yes. are, though. You can just be yourself and enjoy whatever moment you're currently in. Right? Yeah, I miss the days when I didn't know the difference between the parties. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, like, I have to look oh, it up. Like, am I supposed to be lefty, righty, liberal, well, whatever? See, that, which is, which is the, the elephant? That's sort of the problem with this, you know, new trend of gigantic govern, uh, government overlords over every tiny little thing. I mean, it's just in your face all the time because it they've is. got control of everything. 
It is literally in your face all the time. Well, you know, they were running big tech. They were, I mean, they're doing, they were, Mm -hmm. I mean, their fingers are in absolutely everything. You can't ignore them. I always thought I want government to be like windows for your computer. Shut up. (laughs) Let the thing work and just leave me alone. Can I put parental controls on the Just get away from me. How about that? With all your psychotic special interest crap but there's money in special interest Mm. once again it's all about the money i know and lobbyists should all just be dismantled yeah and it's everything because i remember when minneapolis was going through the should we charge you for plastic bags at the grocery store type of thing and if you're like if you had you'd be like oh I don't think we should get charged or, oh, yeah, we should go to paper. It's better for the environment. Oh, you lefty, this, you liberal. I just think we should use paper instead of plastic. Well, Edina, Edina just passed that. Yeah. that. You have to pay the 10 cents for the plastic mm-hmm. bag. And the, mm-hmm. the city council person that was all for it, I don't know what her name is. Her quote was, you got to make, you, you got to, something like, you've got to make it hurt for people to change. It's like, so thank you, govern, government person that wants to make it hurt. Thank yeah. you. That's yeah. your job. Yeah. Right. Just to make everybody miserable and pay more money. So in other words, she's saying, you're going to do what I tell you to do. Exactly. That's what she's really saying. Exactly. Yeah. Most people bring their own bags in. Yeah, they Every do once know. in a while, yep. you forget one, and you know, you've know you got something drippy. You're buying some hamburger or something. You don't want a paper bag. Right. You know? That's and I reuse true. my plastic bags, or I recycle them. Oh, m- Leave me alone. Underneath my sink is just <clears throat> filled completely with plastic bags that have used over the years. Or now it's getting filled with paper bags. But yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's not going to end up in a landfill. They're under my sink. Right. Do you think we'll be able to uh, recover from all the? I mean, there is some heavy anger out there and hatred. Can know. we get away from it? I really don't know. I, I think as long as everything is all about politicians, that no, mm. I don't think it's ever going to change because they they have they've figured out how to run the circus, and everybody's just running around in circles around the ringmasters right well, now. Well, then what I would do is what I did. I was around a two-year-old boy, a five-year-old boy, and a seven-year-old girl, and my family. Uh, you know, our children, my wife. It was heaven. I talked to you about this last night. It honest to God, Andy, that was like being in heaven yesterday. <laughs> just everybody was happy. Everybody's getting along. They're just ha- everybody's having a ball. I didn't realize heaven involved so much wiping up of fluids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you've got a two-year-old. Yeah, two-year-olds are pretty <laughs> so much just walking deal. disasters. Yes, they are. <laughs> he, him grabbing that red wine vinegar and running away was hilarious. I know. <laughs> I know. This is what I'm going to do right now. <laughs> I'm going to steal this. Well, yeah, it's like Abu getting the gem in Aladdin and running away with it. It's like it's a bottle of red wine vinegar. Well, it's, it's shiny. It's shiny and pretty, I guess. Yeah. What I loved about also yesterday, now, Catherine is sitting about, what, 12 feet away from me mm-hmm. because on the screen it looks like we're, nobody could tell how far away you'd be or whatever but Ethan would be sitting sitting there on the couch and he'd be looking at you mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden he'd look over at me and he'd go bop bop <laughs> bop just out of nowhere he'd look over at I'm like is he possessed? funny yep. <laughs> funny he just yes, say everybody's here. name. I know, poor little Fonny's trying to play with the neighbor kids, and Ethan is like, Fonny, Fonny. They're like, <laughs> we don't want to play if he's here because they kind of have to babysit him because he's just, he's just. Mm-hmm. He, they, uh, they brought out some bubbles. Oh God! Uh, you weren't there. You were. No. You went to the we store. They had those big, those big round bubble things where you stick it in. And, like, oh yeah, yeah. No, yeah. you can't yeah. trust so, him with those. Oh no, he was whacking <laughs> Jude in the face with it. Oh, and God. just I was like, okay, you're just too wild. It's gotta yeah. go. <laughs> but I, I just and Fawn adores him. It's just hilarious. Yes, it's very cute. But and he and Sage get along really well. I just yeah. love how the kids get along. Yeah. Did he sleep last night? Surprisingly, not very well. No. Are you kidding me? Too yeah, jacked up. He, he had like seven on... hours of activity, and he still didn't sleep. I know. Well, yeah, we He's put him to up bed. He's jacked on toddlerhood, man. He sure is. <laughs> well, his problem is that he can reach light switches and open doors now. Oh so yeah. If he's yeah. like, I don't want to sleep. I'm just going to turn on the lights and read books, <laughs> <laughs> which isn't helpful when it's nine o'clock at night. <laughs> 
See, this is what life is really about. It's not about bullshit politics. Uh, it's about a two-year-old who's going to turn on the light and read at midnight. Oh, yeah. so a lot of people funny. definitely do need things to care about in their lives because they most do. of the... Uh, volunteer to help somebody. Yeah, most of the division is from people who don't have anything really going no on in their lives. Yeah, they don't have any purpose. Well, I've always said that Americans have it too good. That's why they have to invent shit. Well, it's not even mm-hmm. just... Too, like, having it too good is, like... I would argue a real problem for a lot of people. Yes. Where it's yeah. like you, if you've never experienced any hardship in your life, right. then the most minor never, thing in the world yeah. is going to be you know nuclear Armageddon to you. But yeah. it's like even in cases like that, it's like you know, if you've got a family to raise or whatever, or like a job that actually matters, you're going to care about that first and everything else second. Mm-hmm. Right. Whereas a lot of these people, it's like they're just they go into the office eight hours a day, they work forty five minutes of this time. And so they feel unfulfilled, and so they need to seek fulfillment elsewhere, and usually that's in activism or caring about the latest social media outrage or whatever. Yeah. Most of the time, the only thing that brings people together is the latest mass tragedy right. to cause Isn't change. that sad? Yeah. Now, post-9-11 America was the most unified I think it's ever been. Yeah, Probably I think the most right. unified we'll ever be. Yep. yep. But why don't people go the other way instead of, okay, I have no purpose, I've got nothing going on. Why don't I work toward happiness not anger. Well, because... It's what, easier to get angry. It is easier to get angry, and there's it's easier to make money off of people getting angry. That's true. It's like, why do you think that there are so many cults, but none of these cults are benevolent? <laughs> That's a fact. It's like, you know, if I can get 10,000 people to believe anything I say, and I can either say, like, you know, hey, go do good, or I can say, give me all your money, most yeah. people are going to choose the latter. Yep. What cult was that again? Oh, Nexus? Is it Nexium? Nexium. Mm. When the guy came, walked out on stage in front of his flock or whatever they're called, and he said, I just uh, wanted you to know he's got some information, and uh, this is good for, for Nexium. This is good for us all. I just got the results. I have an IQ of 260. <laughs> well, mm. There's the cult. Unverifiable. Uh, yeah, of course. The, yeah, it's a problem. There's the Twin Flames cult that's like an online cult that's been making what? the rounds. Yeah, if, oh, it's great. on Netflix and Hulu. There's documentaries about it. But essentially, this guy oh, claims that he can find your quote unquote twin flame, which mm-hmm. is just your soulmate. And he has all these people paying money to take oh, courses no. where he essentially is telling people that just went through a breakup and so they're vulnerable. He goes, Well, that person was actually your soulmate, so you need to. Continue to message them. Show up at their doorstep, and he's got all these people with restraining orders oh against them. Oh no! He, he claims that he's got a direct connection to God. He ends up of growing growing out his hair so he looks just like Jesus. He's got the beard and the long hair. <laughs> he's making millions of dollars. His courses range See, from I mean, two hundred for anything. Yep. If you got two hundred eight thousand dollars for these courses, and he's got all these wow. people working for him for free, he's driving yep. fancy cars, exactly. it's ridiculous. Yeah, two hundred eight thousand for the course. No, from two hundred up to eight thousand dollars. Oh, and you essentially, and it's essentially you're paying him to tell you how horrible of a person you are. <laughs> he, he makes you internalize <laughs> That's all great, this stuff. It? It's it's ridiculous. Look it up. Twin, well, apparently, twin flames. there's a big component of it that a lot of the people taking these courses are straight women. Yes. But thanks to recent legal action, he's no longer allowed to say your twin flame is someone outside of the cult. So now what he's saying is, okay, so, uh, you know, 80% of you are straight women, but I have to pair you all up. That's a problem here. So actually, a lot of you are men. Oh, my God. That's his new thing. He goes, you two are twin flames, and then you are actually also a man on top of it. Because every twin flame has a masculine flame and a feminine flame. (laughs) Yes. See, I just, you know. And they buy this. Oh, you watch it, and you go, you guys are all idiots. They are idiots. Like, it's the most bizarre thing. People who have nothing can be made to believe anything. I remember watching some high school. No, she was fresh out of college, and she was out looking for jobs, and she was angry because she couldn't find meaningful work. She couldn't find meaningful work. And they said, well, 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 you're fresh out of college. Aren't you just happy that you can, you know, make enough money to live on and pay back your student loans? And she's like, what difference does more money make when there's homeless people? And you're thinking, what? 
So you th- really think that you're some sort of messiah? Apparently. That you, your existence, whatever you do today, is going to like wipe out homelessness? Everyone right. thinks that they need to be the protagonist of reality. Oh, we should go to San Francisco quick. I guess they cleaned it all up. That's what I heard. Because Biden was out they there. They cleaned up everything. Oh. There's no shit in the streets. We should run to San Francisco quick before Remember how they take down. That was. Oh, and they put up all kinds of fences. <laughs> Really? Yeah. They've done everything you're not supposed to do. (laughs) Catherine and I went out there starting about 40 years ago. Mm -hmm. We used to go to San Francisco every year, every other year. Yeah, we went there a lot. Because we used to go to, you know, the wine country and all that. Yep. It was gorgeous, clean, beautiful. Everybody mm -hmm. was happy. What mm-hmm. happened? I mean, there were always homeless people. There's been in every city. There's always been homeless people. Yeah, but they yeah. weren't I mean, camped out. Well, no, and yeah. they always can magically beautify the city when somebody like yeah. Biden's. I remember when the Super Doesn't Bowl was, take long. When yeah. the Super Bowl was coming here, they yeah, so bust the all of, were gone. They yeah. bust all of our homeless people to Chicago for the yeah. weekend. <laughs> it was just for the weekend. It was though. so yeah. They put them up in like a hotel. Yeah, like hey, yeah. free trip yeah. to Chicago. Spa day. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> Spa why weekend. Things like that, presidential <laughs> visits and the Super Bowl and that sort of thing, they should be surprises. It's like, surprise, right. tomorrow <laughs> we're going to be there. Yeah, that, I love it. Let's see what game. your city's really like. Yeah, like Biden hasn't seen the TikTok videos of San Francisco. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't know why, what's going on over there. Why would he care? That's true. He doesn't right. care. It's, a, it's about the photo ops, not about what he thinks. That's yeah. true. That is going to do it. We'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>